<laughs> First of all, ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages, in the words of one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, to be the podcast, you have to beat the podcast. Hey, and y'all have to beat <laughs> us because we are the top dogs. But enough of all that. I am that soul brother, the one that's always doing the most, keeping the fade close. Mr. Funkadelic, ah, Jones. Do the strut. Do the strut. You got you got woo. <laughs> you got to take my Ah, woo. <laughs> ah, I got to come to the camp. Woo. The funky boy. There we go. Woo. Woo. Funky. Woo. You got to buy yourself a robe. Complete the look. Ah. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti, here with another episode of Basement Friday. And today, we just got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. We got to get it out there. So we're going to get to our five-minute rant. And I'm going to start off. My five-minute rant is actually about the iOS 14 that just came out. Now, I know you on social media have seen all these people designing their home screens. Widget Smith, I think that's what it's called. People have been putting hours and hours on end into designing their screens. And some of them look cool. Some of them still look basic. Uh, I want to get your opinions on what you've seen so far. What, what do you think about it? I've seen a lot of people. I want to first say to everybody, yo, everybody's putting a lot of time. I think it is uh, Widget Smith. A lot yeah. of people putting a lot of time into decorating their screens. Me, personally, I ain't got the time nor the pages to be in that zone. I'm old. My, my first screen will be all black. My first screen gonna be green. My first, right. my third screen gonna be blue. It's like y'all putting a lot of detail in it. That's cool. That's fine. Me personally, like I said, man, get your creative on. I'ma just keep it. I'ma rock it simple. Long as I got my apps, long as I can see them. That's all I really need personally. Like this, this, um, this iOS 14 update though, it's crazy. Like it's, it's crazy though, but. Hey, you know, iPhones update every other month, so it, it, it it's it's just another update to me, though. It's so it's so crazy. People are so creative. Uh, and a question of have I changed mine? Not at all. My my mine's still the same. Like I had my apps and groups the whole time I had an iPhone. Mm -hmm. So the iOS fourteen update came out with iPhone app groups to where they group them for you. I'm looking like, okay, so you're giving me something I already had. And you have people who have their apps just out and about where they know exactly where their apps are. And I guess they were trying to be somebody's parents or maybe try to clean up the apps for you. They, they were telling people, hey, you need to clean up your home screens because this is out of control. Like, now, now they got now they got apps library. Apps library. Apps library. Apps. It's so so much into iOS 14. That's that's so cool. But what you got for your five minute rant? What you what you got on your mind? Uh five minute rant, ladies and gents. Ooh. Uh you know, old Funga Delic has been just on he just been on a uh, rampage, you know. I just been on my, my business stuff, you know, so Monday through Friday just doing my security work, uh Saturdays. Saturdays or Sundays is mostly promotion for the podcast and uh, promotion for my channel as well. You know, you guys can check that out. I always got good, uh, got some good series coming out. 
you know, I dropped like three episodes literally in like three days. So that's that's how much work, you know, I'm over here putting in. I think got, I got, a, like, got a new uh episode. What you came out with? You got your shoe collection, you got your cooking cooking I with came out with it. So my my shoe joint came out, then um my just my day in life at the at the at the job. And then I came out with my, my Funkadelic's Kitchen. I told people I was going to do that, Joan. <laughs> hey, that's going to be a funny series. It's just going to be a, it's going to be simple yet hood certified. So y'all make sure y'all still, y'all stay tuned to that. Flip on over to Funkadelic Jones and uh, keep up with all my shenanigans. <laughs> Ladies, he's single. He's a cooking man. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you know it. And I've been keeping an eye on her. Some of my, one of my crushes, you know. Keep, I, <laughs> I, I, I see you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Drop the glass. Oh, man. Look, look, ladies. This is a man who will make you breakfast in the morning. You ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> some eggs, some toast, bacon, grits. Everything's done got? in the oven because I ain't got no toast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, when there's a will, there's a way. You understand? Shoot, right. I, just, I, I just made me some damn pork chops. Look, man. Gotta get your grubbing on. Absolutely, man. All right, so what we're going to do, we're going to get into our episode, and we're just going to talk about Kanye's tweets. Our friend Kanye. No, our... no, no, no. <laughs> you stopped right there. No, no. He said our. Our no. good friend Kanye. no. His good friend Kanye, no, it ain't no all, it ain't no we in this one. It's him. There's no, there's big no we. brother was Big's brother. It's the name uh-uh. and Big's brother. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't try to throw me in that joke. Like, it's our brother. Like, first of all, oh, oh, hell no. I'm going to let old phone, I'm going to let old phone say take this Kanye message. All right, so. I actually lost track of dates we were on. Uh, me and the rest of social media were just, you know, living our lives, doing our things, and all of a sudden Kanye just started tweeting again. And he's been tweeting and tweeting and tweeting. So we were like, okay, day three of Kanye's tweets. What does he have next? Kanye has just been going off on Twitter. At first, you know, he was talking about all this stuff and we didn't know what his angle was. We didn't know where he was getting at. And then he started talking about the music industry and how contracts were bad and how he's not getting his masters and that whole niche. So we were like, okay, I think we follow you, Kanye. We want to see where this goes. So he came out with this video that went public, that went viral. And I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. It's the one where he put the Grammy in the toilet and pissed on the Grammy. He peed on his Grammy. That really set everybody on fire. And then he went to leak someone's number, apparently, and he got blocked. You know, Twitter got the hammer on him. Jack's like, hey, you can't be talking like this. So he came back. He got his Twitter back after about 48 hours Apparently, Rick Fox, right, of everybody, Rick Fox had to be the one to tell us, hey, Kanye's not tweeting because he's been blocked from Twitter. And ever since then, he's just been talking about the music industry. And now 
for good music artists, he apparently gave them 50% of their publishing, which they own everything now. You know, at first it was a 50-50 deal and now they have everything. So I want to get your opinion on this debacle, right? This shenanigan filled Twitter rant that's been going on for a couple of days because now he's putting up 17th century, century pictures. See, first and foremost, I don't be on Twitter that much. That's number one. Number two, again, this is this is Aaron's friend, not mine. Number three, I'm gonna need somebody, I'm gonna need somebody to go tell Kanye go sit his stupid ass down somewhere. Like, don't nobody care about Kanye at this point. Kanye can rant about whatever he wants at this point. The music industry is bad, Kanye, we know. Are right, you giving your artists their, their publishers? Congratulations. You putting out these weird art pictures? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> at the end of the day, Kanye, it, Kim, <laughs> get him. <laughs> Come get this. You know what? You know what's crazy? I can't even I can't even call Kim in this situation because I know Kim ass is probably right there entertaining this. This mess, Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer, Mr. Mr. Here's what I need to do, Mr. Producer. I need you to, I need you to get Kanye. I need you to get Earn off this screen right here because they talk about these foolishness right now. Mr. <laughs> producer. <laughs> Mr. Producer, I, I don't think Kim can do anything. I mean, what can Kim do at this point? Kim is encouraging this. I don't care if Kim is somewhere in Calabasas, I don't care if she's somewhere in, in, in Antarctica. No, she is somewhere influencing this man. She was like, you're speaking your mind, Dave. You're speaking your mind. No, you look like a jackass. That's what you look like. God oh, Okay, so I would be lying if I did say I wasn't entertained by this. The reason why I bit is because one of his tweets when he finally came back was, ah, ha, 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 I got my Twitter back. <laughs> I'm such a fan of shenanigans and the come and get me tweets. And he has this affinity for the ski tweet, which is just a man skiing. So he puts it everywhere and he just uses emojis where they don't belong. Kanye, that's my guy. That's our guy, right? I should say. He is a and friend is of the podcast. No, he is no friend. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. always that one friend that just be like, "Hey, that's his man's. That's that's her friend." Okay, Con like Kanye, Kanye can come to the show and see Earn all day, every day. My ass will be at the table with the donuts because oh, there's no way in hell I'm gonna be entertaining anything Kanye got going on right there. Mister Producer, set that up, Mister Producer. Bring Kanye so Aaron can be happy, be happy, be healthy. <laughs> what is Cheerios? <laughs> exactly. I mean, at this point, I just wanted to see where they go, where this goes. You know, he tweeted out his whole contract, you know, and apparently everybody on Twitter became lawyers. We were all reading it. Half of us don't even know what it means. I mean, Kanye's stuck in the deal, but at the end of the day, I just want to see where this goes. It's going to be more days with Kanye tweeting, and we will be looking forward to our friend Kanye tweeting. <laughs> you go with that R, dude. <laughs> R nonsense again. 
first of all, my thing about this with Kanye, Kanye, you might want to have to prince this situation. If you lock in a contract, just be, just just put out albums. They don't, we don't care if they're good or bad. If you really that, you try to get out of your contract for what it sounds like to me. Just prince that situation. Just start throwing out albums. Your Kanye first just album gonna be K. The second one gonna be A. The next album gonna be N. They just spell your whole name. They gonna be like Kanye got a new album W. He just wants his masters. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Like, just throw out some damn albums. Even if you got to put EPs all out. Six songs. There you go. Problem solved. (laughs) I I think he had a situation with EMI. I want to say it's EMI, but I'm not too sure. Uh, Where he had to keep performing forever. I mean, what kind of deal do you sign to where you have to keep performing forever? That's performer that's good that's crazy sound like slavery to me sorry kanye but sounds like slavery to me jesus christ you gonna you gonna get on that stage now now boy (laughs) (laughs) gonna get on that stage i'm gonna get (laughs) oh man keep keep them white folks entertained kanye that's what it sounds like to me keep them entertained (laughs) that sounds like a skit from one of his old albums that's what i'm saying keep them into keep them white folks into Thanks, Kanye. Thanks. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. But, hey, uh, but again, guys, that's Aaron's friend. <laughs> Kanye, hit us up. All right. So what we're going to do, we're going to get to our next topic, and we're going to talk about the versus battle, right? All these versus battles that's been going on, everybody's been seeing them. I want to know if it's anybody you want to see on a versus battle, who are those two people going against each other? You know each other? what? I got the perfect versus battle, right? I got the perfect versus battle for y'all. Aaron Fulisetti and Funkadelic Jones. <laughs> Set it up. <laughs> Set it up. Set it up. <laughs> Set it up. Hit They're versus like, what hit. Hits, what hits do y'all have? Uh, I don't know. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, we could go to ah. Uh, 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 just set it up. We'll figure this shit out. Oh, hey, hey look, look. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't put out anything. I got no, anything. Though, anything as far as like versus battles are concerned, I want to see like I want to see more R and B uh, uh, battles. Like, like the rap Jones cool, but like for me, I would want to see like I want to see like Maxwell take on like D'Angelo. Like, yeah, that's be, a good one. That that'll be that'll be mad fire right there. Maxwell and D'Angelo. I know all the ladies going to tune into that joke. But um, who else? Uh, it's a, it's a, trying to figure out, trying to figure out, like, mm, they could, I, I, well, I want to say, like, you could do, like, a escape versus, like, SWV, sort of, like, SWV, maybe somebody in that ballpark, or total, somebody around that ballpark, you could do something like that. Um, you can't do Snoop. Snoop already went. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, though, like, y'all could do the battle that everybody always wanted to see. Y'all could do a versus battle, Nas and Jay-Z. I mean, I, I personally think we should see it. I think that would be, be it. You know, two of the greatest. Might as well step up on there. I think a lot of people uh, say that people like Jay-Z and Beyonce are too high-class or too out there to do a battle. First and foremost, 
listen, shout out to, you know, I understand we're in a pandemic, and shout out to, I think it was Timberland and Swiss Beats that put this whole versus thing together. Yeah. But shout out to them for giving people, like, an entertainment platform while, you know, everybody is socially distanced. Like, they legit, like, putting people's favorite artists. When you say versus battle, it's not really like a, everybody spitting back and forth. It's literally everybody just playing, like, ten songs. Mm-hmm. Nine songs or something like that. So it's kind of, it's not like really like a versus as in like, all right, at the end, vote who you think won. It's just literally like just two artists going back and forth. Like you, like you just had, you recently just had two of the old, two of the most old school greatest singers of all time, Patti LaBelle and Gladys Knight. They didn't even sing nothing. Yeah. They had them cooking. <laughs> they had <laughs> cooking in the kitchen whipping. You look at like, you like, I, they ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> so, but no, nah, I mean at the end of the day, man, definitely like set up that Maxwell and uh that D'Angelo Jones. I definitely want to see that. Yeah, or, yeah, that, that's a good one. Or like you can do, I was you can probably do like like Wu Tang with like product outcast. You know, I think that that'll probably be that'll probably be something spicy as well. Like get more, just get like get more groups. Get more gruesome, like one twelve, maybe versus like Jodeci, or like Jagged Edge, or like Jagged Edge in a sense, like somewhere around that ballpark. I mean, I mean, but you know that foreign setting and foreign delicate battle sound nice, though, guys. I mean, hey, look. I'm just saying though, y'all might want to set it up though. Look, set it. <laughs> we we gotta get the hits first. We gotta hit the studio first. We got hits. <laughs> we got we hits. Got hits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh. you know, what I thought of though. What? I thought of Jaheim versus uh, Life Jennings. There you go. There you that go. That could be one. You know, we got hits though. Like we can legit do a pound for pound greatest uh, old YouTube videos, put them together. You know, uh, our compilation jumps and they can be like hits versus there you go, right there. There Content. you go. Hits. <laughs> nah, I'm going or like we can make playlists and just let the fans decide. I'm t- there. You go. We can make a playlist and then put that joke together. Just make a playlist. Here you guys go. Listen to it. You be like, this is it right here. I ain't gonna lie though, man. If we do do a versus, like, I'm gonna be straight up real with y'all, right on the right on the right on the podcast. I'm gonna get smoked out the gate because this man gonna be playing like Phil Collins and whatnot. This man gonna shoot me out the gate. With, I mean, there's no like. I'm like, really? You brought up the you brought up the Phil Collins though, homie. Really? <laughs> hey, look, man. Look, look. If 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 the topic is about love songs, man, I'm not just going to limit it. I got to get Phil out there, man. I got to. I'm telling you, man. Like, he going to be messing around with some Phil Collins. I, my, my ass messing around with some DeBarges. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Oh, Look, all of a sudden, you come back with people who are like, man, I ain't never heard of this artist. Who is this? I'm telling you, man. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna put that, you know, I'm gonna put that joint on the IG though, right? I'm gonna put that joint like it's gonna be it's gonna be phone and setting versus and phone with that joint playlist for playlist. I think you put I think we should like we should probably do what? Ten like songs? 15, 15, 15 songs. We could do 15. 15 songs, put 15 songs together. Boom. So what's the theme? What's the theme? What is it like uh, love songs or we'll probably work out the details when the when the yeah. show is over, probably. We'll work out the details. But we gonna put that joke together. Uh, that joke will be coming. That joke will be coming soon. Coming soon. 
You know, you know what I love about like versus battles? Yeah. Is that everybody gets so tied up about who's the best and who did better or who won. At the end of the day, the people win. The people always win. Thank you. The people always win because you end up hearing songs you haven't heard in a long time. Songs you've been trying to shazam but couldn't find. Uh, you've been dancing and just vibing with your friends, with your family, having a good time, listening to the good old hits. And it's just such an amazing feeling when you see two legends, when you see two people, you know, you admire just coming out and enjoying the time together. It's a big party. Everybody's invited. Mm, mm, mm. I, that's what I'm saying, man. Like the, the versus battles is just... It, it, it's just, it's some it's something fun for the people you know while we in quarantine. I ain't gonna lie though, man. You even though he one of the greatest producers of all time, and this was the funniest. Shout out to my boy Teddy Riley. <laughs> Shout Look, out let's talk about that Tally Riley and Babyface. That was a mess, right? Uh, Shout out to Teddy Riley. Bro. That that was a mess. The thing about these uh. These versus battles is they give us so much mean material, mean quality material. Like with uh, Monica and Brandy, everybody's meme and Monica. Oh yeah, because she had the little church shoes. Yeah, she was doing that dance, and just the fact that Teddy Riley, right, and Babyface, Babyface just kept it simple. He was like, "Look, I'm in my studio doing my things. Let me know what you want me to play." Teddy Riley want to do this big extravaganza, have all 20 cameras in this room, get the lighting right, the microphone gotta be set on this side and that side. He getting angry at his technicians. Bro, just play the music. Just play the songs. That's all we ask for. My man, that's Joe. Like, we all know, for, you know, I know, you know, we got a younger audience. Like, if you guys don't know Teddy Riley, Teddy Riley was part of God. Teddy Riley is basically like the godfather of do jack swing. So basically, basically like all like the 90s, the late 80s, mid 90s party anthems, that was all Teddy Riley. But I mean, at the end of the day, like Teddy, come on, man. You have something on our campus. Oh, oh, you look so good. Babyface went to bed. He was like, all right, y'all, I'm going to bed. I'll catch y'all another day. I'm tired. That's what I'm saying, man. But nah, but shout out my boy Teddy Riley though, man. Yeah. That joke, that joke was hilarious. That joke was funny. Like it's like you the versus battle. They even going deep. They had um, uh, oh shoot, what was the two? Those two uh, reggae guys. I think it was Beanie Man and um. Uh, I didn't see that one. Uh, it was probably Beanie uh, Man. Oh, Bounty Killer. Uh, Bounty not, Killer. Not, not, not Bounty. It's. That is name. It's Bounty Killer. Yeah, that's his name too. I'm tripping, but it's like you can expect. As long as we don't see no rock groups, I think we'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> as long as we don't see, I don't want to see no Coldplay versus Maroon Five. I don't hey, 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 hey. Here's the thing. We can know it to span. You you know uh, the website Genius.com, right? Yeah. Genius.com started out as Rap Genius, then they expanded and got bigger. So I'm just saying, put it out there. We don't want to see no cold play. We don't want to see no panic at the disco. Look, hey, look, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yep. I'm all for yep. it. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm all for and, it. Well, I put it like this if y'all do decide to do that, I'm going to be sitting on the sideline somewhere. I'm going to be like, I'm like, they said, who? 
Coldplay versus Maroon 5. I don't want to be in that song. This is Cold and Maroon. <laughs> like Jack of them Golden Rules. Hey, look. Like Jack of <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to think, man. Like we could, we could have, we could have some interesting battles up there. Uh, we could have Paramore. I don't know who they going against, uh, but you got options. You can expand. We could hit the reggaeton movement. We could expand everywhere. Yeah, it, you can definitely, you can definitely expand doing, uh, doing that verse, John. You can definitely go genre to genre. You can definitely mm-hmm. pull out the, some of the best of the best out there, but. You know, it it all depends on the crowd, the people. Though, like, you gotta understand who your fan base is. Like, if your mm-hmm. fan base is a majority R and B and rap, you know, it's gonna be kind of hard to bring. Like, all right, this week, y'all, uh, we got we got Nickelback and we got Fallout Boy. Everybody, right. like, we got Paramount, uh, Paramore versus Fallout Boy. Yeah, you know, like that's gonna be hard because people gonna be looking like who, who is that? Like Green, like Green Day versus. Yeah. Uh, Good Charlotte type of thing. Everybody was like, yeah. they were like, what? Nah, but that that's you know I mean you can't act like black people don't listen to rock music. Like they do, they do. There, there's an audience, there's an audience there. Like yeah. there's an audience there. Like there's a lot of black kids who went through their emo phase, who went through their rock phase, who like bumped their music in their house. Like you you know, probably bump the music in the car while nobody's around. Hey, look, man, if you're going to rock, rock on. Look, that's all I'm I literally saying. only got like five genres that I listen to on a regular basis. That's R&B, because R&B is my number one go-to. R&B, rap, reggae, smooth jazz, well, not even smooth, just jazz in general, and go-go. That's about the only five genres of music that I listen to on a regular basis. Like rock never even creeps up in my car. I don't want to hear none of that. Just like everybody, I said, I don't want none of that in my car. Hey, look, look. If we do rock, right? We gotta have Phil Collins versus Peter Gabriel. We gotta do that. We gotta, hey, we can have a country one, right? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> hey, look, look. Oh, Expansion is all about oh, building God. the brand. Even, even though versus, girl. even though versus battle is predominantly a black market i'm just saying the blacks people we love ourselves on chris stapleton yeah we love chris Stapleton. whoever he go against he's just going to beat like you 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 can't deny that i mean i mean let's, all right all right all right okay let's let's go ahead and just set up phil collins versus bruce springsteen and call it a day nah, <laughs> nah. and call it a day Look at her like he's trying to feel gonna smoke him. Feel <laughs> got it. Man, man, what a catalog, what a catalog. But hey, look, at the end of the day, the fans win. It's an exciting movement that's going on. And who knew that quarantine would end up entertaining us so much? You know what's crazy? You know, now that I just think about it, it's sad that we lost them before this even thought about it. Could you imagine a versus Prince versus Michael Jackson? Yeah, we, we could get into that. Like, some people who already, you know, passed away uh, would make good verse about us. Like, Prince Michael, you got Anita Biggie and Pac. Whitney, Whitney Houston. Like, right. Like, you can do, like, uh, like James. You can put James Brown versus, uh, I got I to figure out somebody James Brown can go up against. Chuck but, Brown. Like, you can go against, again, James Brown versus Chuck Brown. There you go. Battle of the Browns. Like, 
There you go. So it's like, can you can you imagine? Can you imagine like if like Michael Jackson? Because Michael Jackson is the type of dude that like he would just he would just and he would just be doing just because like yeah I I love these versus battles. <laughs> I love these versus. You know what? I will go against anyone. Prince, you want to do versus battles? I love to mm-hmm. tour. And then you know, Prince, Prince with his with his his Mr. Steel your girl voice you're like you well you know Michael um. You know, if you want to set it up, we can set it up anytime. You know, I, I pick the best of my best. You pick the best of your best. You know, you can start off with Thriller. I'll start off with Purple Rain. Prince, that's an awesome choice. <laughs> Look, Prince will probably have Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis in the background. So it's going to be a good battle. Like, that's what I said. Like, so, you know, like people like that, that would be a good battle. See, if, even if. We even if we still had like we had Pac and and, uh, and Biggie still around, that would be a, that would be an entertaining battle. I mean, it, it's it's so much you can do with this, like especially like because we, we lost so many legends. Granted, can you imagine if well well even though like versus battle is so popular, they're so popular, you know. Just can you imagine like the DMV doing it locally, like Go Go Bands versus Go Go Bands. <laughs> That, that or can you imagine go go even making it diverse where they be like, all right, this is like the best of the best of the DMV area, go go music, like this band versus this band. First, first of all, people are gonna be confused though, because they're gonna be like, what in the hell are we listening to? That that'd be super localized. Yeah, that's what they're gonna be like, what in the hell are we listening to? <laughs> that but, that'd be super localized. But like I said, man, I mean, it's so many creative ways. Um I mean, if you if you want to look at verses, you don't even gotta do music. Like you can do uh, uh, influence versus influence, like content creator versus content creator. Like you can put some of their funniest skits. So imagine you doing like a a, a Dave Storm versus like a Desi Banks. You know what I mean? You can imagine they're like, all right, content versus content. I mean, they only do like a minute skits anyway, so they can put out about ten skits and be like. Yeah, this is a one. Of, this is like a fan favorite right here. This is one of my best of the best. So it's it's so many ways that you can break this down. This versus battle. It don't have to be just music. It can legit be. It, it can be like well, again, Aaron wants to see rock and country. I ain't trying to be on my horseback ride drinking whiskey. I mean, it's not just rock and country. It's basically everything. You know, we yeah. want to go international. That's we won't be in that. Don't listen to uh, that EDM. That dub step. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta listen to Tito Puente versus Cecilia Cruz. You know, man. All like, my Latin people out there. I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's all good, man. I mean, at the end of the day, guys, this versus thing, man. Like, like, so you, it's definitely ways you guys can get more creative with it. But at the end of the day, man, just keep entertaining people doing quarantine. Like, that's all we gonna just keep. Just keep doing it, man. Just keep doing y'all thing with it, bro. We gotta find somebody for Kanye to battle. Uh, <laughs> all right, so what we going to <laughs> what we going to do? We going to move into our next topic. I mean, I'm just saying. Before we move into our next topic, Kanye versus T Pain. Look, Kanye could go both ways. T Pain Look, artist producer. Look, I love me some T Pain, man. T Pain like already went. Look, T Pain already went. That's the thing. He already went. Like he went against Lil John. That's that's the thing. We gotta find somebody for the battle because a lot of people 
Dan Ray did it. So I mean, if you want to put somebody like somebody of Kanye's stature, not even like because Kanye's a creative mind is somewhat different. But if you want to find somebody in Kanye's kind of lane, you will have to put Kanye versus like Lupe or like Congo. You will have to put him against like them type of dudes because they their style is, is a little bit similar. Not that much, but they that's about as close as similar styles that they got. I mean that's true. If we're going off at hits, we can do that. Yeah, you know. All right, so what are we gonna do? Smoke both of them, but you know, hey. Nah. Maybe, you know, what we're gonna do, we're gonna move into our next topic and we're gonna talk about what's what's going down in Georgia. So apparently uh, a family, 19 families have bought a hundred, a hundred acres of land in Georgia. So it's just something that's interesting because apparently what's been going on was in the heat of inclusion and segregation, they wanted to find their place just to call their own without outside interference, without going through any problems. They want to build their own land. So it's just something that's very interesting. Uh, so it's been in the light of racial justice and you have Renee Walters, who is the president of Freedom Georgia Initiative, which is the collective of 19 families who recently bought the 100 uh, acres that's undeveloped. So I want to get your opinion on this. And is this something you can see yourself doing? And is this a smart move? Something that could be implemented across the nation? Mm. Is it something that I would do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like building a city, building a city just off like black money, black dollars. You know what I mean? Just like black, just black families, just building a city up from scratch. Yeah. Is it a smart move? That's 50 50 because it depends on where you're at. Now, a place like Georgia, what part of Georgia? Because if you're talking about Atlanta, cool. If, you, if you're not talking about Atlanta, if you're talking about somewhere just in Georgia, you know, that, that's, that's still the South. So, you know, you still got them, you still got Confederate flags in, in Georgia. You know what I mean? So that's why I said, is it the smart move? You still got, you again, you still got races down there that's not going to want to see that happen. So that's why I was like, you got to, with like we're at in Georgia, where they are, they planning on doing something like that. They said they're uh, east of Macon, Georgia. Mm. I guess I'm not too familiar with Georgia that much. Like I don't know, like the the landscape. I don't know which is like, I don't know what is like considered uh, like white Georgia, and I don't consider I don't know what's outside of probably like Atlanta, College Park, and like Savannah. That's probably like Black Georgia, but I don't know which one is which. But at the end of the day. Like I said, you got to be careful. Like, I'm all for it because, again, you, you, you build your own, you build your own city. 19 families build their own cities, meaning they build their own houses, build their own banks, they build their own restaurants. They, they can potentially start a new stock market down there. They can potentially start something new. But you in, you're, in a, a, you're in a state where the South is still racist. So you might still, you might get them people that's going to come over there and be like, whoa, black people are thriving in our state? <laughs> nah, burn all this to the ground. Burn all this to the ground. You know what I'm saying? You, you're going to have those people that's going to come through because why? 
they don't like people don't like to see black people thrive. It's like black people thriving is 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 the absolute worst to some people. Like black people thriving, what? Oh no, we we got to shut this down any way possible. Oh, we got to investigate it. Especially with the uh, situation that's going on in the country right now. Exactly. Exactly. So them starting them starting a whole city in the crisis that we in right now is that is that is bad timing because you already know people and then you got you got people like Trump. Soon as Trump even hear about something like this, Trump won't fly down there and shut that whole operation. Well, you guys need to pay this amount of taxes. This you need to do. He won't come up with any kind of solution to shut all that down. Like, well, you can't have these banks because we already have banks in the world. You, you already know. Hey, you know what? We can have banks. We can't have banks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you already know how he operates. And you already know how, like, you, you again, you got them old, you got them old, old Confederate Southerners that just be like, I, this can't happen in my city. This just, it just can't happen. I think I think you pretty much nailed it on the head. I think it's uh, I think it's very smart to have their own land, but in the country that we're in, that was built upon racism, that was built upon the blacks, the backs of black people. I don't know how much success they can have long term. I know they can have success, but if they get it to a scale to where it's some percentage of where. Black Wall Street, and they might not even want to be a next Black Wall Street. They might just want to have a simple community. I think being in uh, the South, especially, a state to where it's known for being uh, traditionally racist, how long could they see themselves thriving without outside uh, people coming in? And we can only get gauges from the comments because the comment section basically had a lot of local people who lived in Georgia and who lived nearby who were saying, I don't know about doing this and because I live near Macon and Macon is like this. So I'm not too sure about this. And then you have other people who are very supportive of it. And of course you had the crowd of people who said, oh, this is segregation. How would you like if white people did the same thing? So it's, it's, a, very it's a very interesting concept. Go ahead. Old, old fast. Old fast. Couple of things. Somebody in the comments said, What how would y'all like if white people did this? Did somebody in the comment really say that? I mean, yeah, it I mean it's the internet, so <laughs> understand this. Whoever said that in the comment, I'm I'm let me school you or something. It's part it's it's states. It's parts it's the states, it's cities that black people can't even go in. So I'm trying to understand this right now. Like, again, we're from Maryland. It's parts of Maryland that black, black people can't even walk through. Because why that part of Maryland? White. Pure racist. You walk through there, they stereotype you the moment you drive through that thing. You getting pulled over just because you're driving through. You ain't even going through this city. It's places like that. So for you to say, oh, what if white people do? Understand, white people have that. Like it's places that we can't even live unless we make a certain amount of money. Black people ain't even allowed to be in there. You feel me? 
you, you, you dig what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't understand. Like, so places like, again, people that live in Beverly Hills, millionaires. They only live there because they have money. The average, the average black person can't live in Beverly Hills. The average black person can't live in Owens County. Why? Because those are predominantly white places. Unless you got a certain financial status, you can live over there. You, you dig what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, now granted, if if this, this thing do succeed now, I would want to see if, if this thing do jump off of them getting this all the ground. I would want to see outside help from local Atlanta people. Before people nationwide jump in, I want to see local Atlanta, like Georgia natives help out. So you would want to see like a Tyler Perry step in. Like maybe outcast, you know, if if charitable, probably Andre three thousand out there playing flutes. So. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like outcast, like if charitable, some of the new rappers like Go like Gucci, who's from Migos, all them who's actually from Atlanta, Ti, and all them who's actually from the area, help them build that. You know, but I don't know how charitable them people are, so I can't speak on that. But it's just like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta understand. Like, trying to build your own community, it's already, you already, you already facing a battle by yourself. Because not too many people are gonna want to see you shine. You know, whether, like you said, whether you're trying to build, especially if you're trying to build a new Black Wall Street, that's already gonna put a target on back. If you just, the fact that y'all just want to build a community, it's already people like, no. You're not gonna have your own community. If you live, if you live where the black folks stay at, or you move about this damn state. You don't go, don't come down here and build no damn no damn community. The hell do y'all look like trying to build a damn community? That's like that's like me and Aaron going to somewhere and somewhere in Maryland and just like, you know what, cut all these trees down. We gonna build a community right here. Just just we're gonna start a whole black city right here. A whole black city gonna be just right here. Watch everybody come out the blue. Oh no, mm-mm, mm-mm. We got to shut all this down. Black people being wealthy without us? <laughs> <laughs> nah, we come in stealing all the trees. Let y'all print one dollar bill over here. We shutting all this down. Take a look at the IRS coming in now. Remember this acre that y'all paid for? Y'all do know y'all got to pay taxes on that. We're going to up the taxes up a little bit, too. Definitely. In the words of Set It Off, my man Luther, there's three people we don't mess with. The I, the R, and the S. <laughs> you feel me? Look, we, we, we had a similar conversation on one of our past episodes, and the same thing rings true. I'm actually interested and seeing where this goes. So for me, I'm gonna keep posted. I'm sure a lot of you people listening are going to keep posted, and I just want to see where it goes. I, hey, I want to see it thrive, my damn show. You know, more like I said, more power to y'all. I would definitely want to see if y'all build a city up. You know, I like I trust me, I like seeing hardworking black folks. I love seeing people just. I like I love seeing black people try to create something of their own. I love to see it. Even if you're against all odds, people are like, oh, you corny, or oh, that's not going to work. And uh, I still want to see y'all do it. 
I do. I want to see. I do. I understand the obstacles that's gonna come with it, but hey, screw that. Y'all build that. Y'all build that community. Y'all, y'all got my support. You know what I mean. I know I'm about ten hours up the road from y'all, but hey, y'all got my blessing though. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so what we have right now is just an amazing time of a uh, black renaissance, I should say. In the midst of everything that's going on, we have right now is Black Renaissance, which we haven't really seen since the 90s. So I think with them building their community, I think it's so uh, interesting that it's not just talking, 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 it's action behind their words. They're actually doing something about it. So that's what I'm most impressed by. I like, like I said, I love to see people that put more action than just words, you know? and and. and the time like the times that we live in now you know the times that we live in, like so with social media with not even social media with the internet being so popular like again you got kids you got kids that's nine ten years old bringing in a bag you know so as powerful as the world is now it's like i love this i love to see like just i love to see black wealth coming i love to see I love to see black people just just doing their thing by themselves. I love to see it. You got all these black clothing lines that's just on the website. Like you don't know how many times I'll be on Instagram and I just see all these black these black owned late, uh, clothing lines. And what I do, I go to shop now, add them to my bookmark because I might shop there later. You know, like I love to see. I love to see it. So when you see somebody like we gonna build our own community, I know that seems like damn near impossible. But the fact that they want to do it, you you can't even knock it from them. You, you can't even knock it. You can't knock people that's out here like that, 100%. Absolutely, you can't knock the hustle. So before we get about here, you got any final words you want to tell hell, to the people? Hell, hell yeah, I got some goddamn final words. Since we out here getting charged for shooting, for missing bullets out here now. Since we getting charged for missing bullets out here, huh? First and foremost, let me go ahead and keep it. I'm gonna take my glasses off for this one. Now, Kentucky, Louisville, Louisville, whatever y'all want to pronounce it. Y'all know y'all damn y'all are dead wrong for doing that girl like that. Y'all know y'all are dead wrong for treating Breonna Taylor case like that. Y'all gonna charge the cop for the one that missed. He missed. He got charged for missing. Let me go out. Let me go out. Like he, he ain't. Even, first of all, he ain't gonna do no serious time because he missed. Let me go out here and miss. Let me go out here and let me go out here and kill somebody and miss. I guarantee you, my ass will be doing life behind bars. But that ain't the whole point I'm trying to make right here. First and foremost, instead of actually giving, instead of actually giving this girl a fair trial, y'all try to pay him off. Y'all try to give him twelve million and just be like, hey. Hey, we sick of this. This we we sick and tired of seeing this. Say her name and keep keep hashtag. They they were sick of that. They was like, hey, take this twelve million, go about your day. Now y'all want to charge? Now y'all want to charge for Miss Bullet? Come on now. I don't like to get too political, but in the world that we live in today, we have to be political. Like I hate I hate being political. I hate politics, but the fact of the matter is this. Being black in America is it, one of the most, it's the roughest thing ever. We already at a disadvantage from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep. 
She got killed in her own house and still can't get no justice. This is why this is why black this is why black people say like it, this is why I say like you you thank God for waking up, you thank God for going to sleep, because at the end of the day, tomorrow is never promised, especially with black people. It's never promised out here. You know, sometimes you you can't you can't think five years down the road. You can only think about the next trying to get through 24 hours of the day. Cause you got a situation like this. She got killed in her own house. And my man got charged for missing a shot. What? Y'all gotta help me understand something. Never in the history of nigga though have I ever heard no dumb stuff like that. You get charged with missing a bullet. That, that, that's crazy right there for me. That's crazy. So if anything, if anything, like I said, them them cops, them cops, them cops sitting somewhere. And I know, like, hey, I know, I know, I know a lot of people gonna hate me for saying this, but Oh, Funga Delegate all for the rioting. I'm all for it. Because why? When stuff like this happens, this is our, this is our time to shine. I'm like, okay, we tried it y'all way. We tried it y'all way. We wanted y'all to lock these dudes up. This is the BS that y'all came with. All right, cool. Now it's time to go back. Now, uh, Grant, when y'all ride, go ride in their neighborhoods. Don't burn your damn neighborhoods up. Burn their neighborhoods up. This is the time, this is the time to shine. And as, as the mayor, as the governor of Kentucky, all that, you can't even be mad. You can't sit there and be like, I don't know what's going on and why would they do their own city? Because they just watched some BS trial go on here. That's why they're doing this. Don't try to play stupid like you ain't seen, like you didn't see this coming. Damn, you could lock the dudes up, at least try to keep, we're not gonna get no like, whether the dude got life in, in prison, whether the dude got, whether he got six months, whether he got life, whether he got the death sentence, that's not gonna bring that's not gonna bring Brianna back. So we ain't gonna get no justice at the end of the day. I'm sorry for testifying so long on here. Nah, the people love it. I'm just saying, because at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of foolishness. To me, it's a bunch of garbage. Like, y'all gotta understand, y'all, I don't care if y'all making up Brianna, the Brianna Taylor law, Brianna, I don't care about all them laws. I don't care about them damn rules. At the end of the day, this is why this is why they say black like black women are one of the most unprotected, unprotected races. Like black women are so unprotected. First of all, shout out to the WNBA for trying to keep that trying to keep the fight alive for Brianna Taylor. Cause some people just swept, swept that under the rug and kept it moving. Somebody just swept that on the rug. Was like, damn, that's crazy. Nah, they wanted to keep the fight. And guess what? The fact that we've had to wait so long just to come up with this outcome, the fight still ain't done, Louisville. The, the fight still ain't done, Kentucky. Y'all brought on y'all self. I need y'all to help me understand, man. This this one of the times where I want all the smoke from the governor, from the mayor. From the sheriff, from the sheriff to, to, to the, the police department, the police commissioner, you can find me at phone with Dallas Jones. I there, just spoke my piece. <laughs> there it is, right there. There I it spoke is, my piece. Hit the nail on the head. Nothing less. Nothing else left to be said. But what we're going to do, we're going to get up out here. It's been another great episode of the Basement Friday podcast. It's your boy Aaron Fonaceti.
And it's yours, shoot, Mr. Fun with Delhi Jones. And we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>